It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Uh, good morning, Chief. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Um, I have to say, I've got a little bit of a smile on my face because I'm just so, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm shocked. I'm not so shocked, but I'm just sort of, just sort of perplexed by this bizarre royal race row uh, coming up as it has. Not great timing for William and Kate, the new Prince and Princess of Wales, on their uh, first tour in that role of the United States, a country that is obsessed with uh, race rows constantly uh, to arrive there after all the allegations from Meghan Markle and what's well, Meghan, she, Duchess of Sussex and uh, Prince Harry over racism within Buckingham Palace in the household and the family to arrive on that trip uh, to only have to sort of condemn and basically sack uh, his own godmother uh, over racist remarks. But the fact this row has uh, blown up now, uh, not the best timing, but isn't it better that we know that there are senior palisades who have these views? A lot of people saying, oh, goodness me, what's the difference? This woman asked where the lady was from. It's not a big deal. Well, I think it is a big deal. I wonder if she would have asked me where I was from. And we'll talk about that story, all the strikes, uh, prison places uh, and private schools and VAT as well. Lots of other stories to come up. Uh, and joining me for all that chat all this morning is Alan Tolhurst from uh, Politics. And good morning to you. Good morning, Julia. Thank you very much for joining us. Um, this story is quite extraordinary. And I'm, there's, there's, there's a little bit of me that's just sort of almost finding it. I mean, it's not funny that someone was uh, it, it treated in a racist way when they've gone on a visit to a palace, to the Palace of Buckingham Palace. But there's a certain bit of me that just sort of says, this is blowing up in the royals' faces. These allegations are counter-allegations. Now, I've, I've always been in the view that like, when Duchess of Sussex says things like, you know, there was racist comments in the household and the royal family, name and shame... You name someone, say specifically what they said. Mm. You can't just cast that slur because the R word is thrown around at people all the time now. And whenever accusations are made about someone being racist or misogynist or transphobic or any of these things, I always would tell me what was actually said or what was actually done. I want to know specifics before I will make a decision whether I think that is or not. You've heard, well, I'll go through exactly what was said in this in this uh, conversation between uh, this uh, Lady Susan Hussey uh, and uh, the, a, basically a, uh, a charity chief, um, uh, Ngozi Fulani, chief executive of the charity Sister Space during a reception at Buckingham Palace on Tuesday. Did you think that what was said was racist? 
Yeah, it's completely unacceptable. It's completely unacceptable. And people say, oh, well, you know, it's just asking someone where they're from. Like, it's it's so clearly, like, such a racist trope and a, a, a classic kind of microaggression towards somebody, basically saying to them, no matter what you, no matter where you're, no matter where you're born, whether you're born and raised in this country, you're not really British. Yeah. You're not really British. You're divided loyalties. You're actually from somewhere else. You can't be properly British. And it's a horrible, horrible, insidious yeah. thing to say to somebody. And, and like you say, that this person was there to be honoured for their, charity work for people who are victims of domestic violence and stuff to be there they were guests you know it's just it's horrible and you know it was meant to be a a culmination of of this woman's work that she's done fantastic work as as a as a campaigner and instead it was completely spoiled by this these horrible kind of remarks so yeah i think there's no there's just no if so but i'm fascinated by people on social media who say i've i've been asked where i'm from all the time Re- and, and read and the people I know. I've asked a few people. Have you have you read what was actually said before you make a judgment? I'm going to read out the conversation, okay? Because it's the it's the repeated asking yeah, exactly, that I think yeah. is where the offence is. Um, this is la- lady, ladies, uh, Susan Hussey. Where are you from? And uh, Negosi Falardi replies, um, Sister Space, which is the name of her charity. No, where do you come from? We're based in Hackney. She replies, No, what part of Africa are you from? I mean. Okay, big alarm bells, bells are ringing at that point. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know, uh, says uh, Miss Fulani. Um, they didn't leave any records. Great response, by the way. Lady uh, Susan, well, you must know where you're from. I spent time in France. Where are you from? Uh, here, the UK. Uh, no, but what nationality are you? I am born here. I am British, uh, she replies. No, but where do you really come from? Where do your people come from? My people, lady, what is this? Yeah. I think at this point you would be getting it uh, quite well. Uh, lady Susan Hussey, oh, I can see I'm going to have a challenge getting you to say where you're from. When did you first come here? Lady, I'm a British national. My parents came here in the 50s when, oh, she says Lady Hussey, I knew we'd get there in the end. You're Caribbean. And Miss Verne replies, no, lady, I'm of African heritage, Caribbean descent and British nationality. And it carries on. Oh, so you're from. And it continued. Mm. Now, OK, some people are saying we've only got this lady's uh, word for it. Um, no, there were lots of other people who witnessed this. I mean, this was a public, fairly you know, not loud, but not, certainly not a whispered conversation. No. And it, it's not being brought up at a particular time ahead of this trip. It happened on Tuesday. She, she, I mean, she was tweeting it. Um, and I know this is a sort of conversation that I mean, this lady is in her, you know, her mid eighties, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, lady Susan. Lady Susan. Now, look, okay. I, I'm sorry. I do make excuses for older people. I come from a different age. Um, in terms of their attitudes. I'm not sure she should be in any frontline role whatsoever. She was one of the closest aides to the Queen in her entire life. Um, I think that, that you know she's been put out to pasture with those issues. But the key thing is, she wouldn't have asked me where I was from. If I said, oh, I'm from London, or you know, yeah. that, that would have been the end of the matter. If the, her point is, well, oh, you know, you, 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 might, you, you might have come, uh, you know, your family might be from abroad. Well, but my, you know, I'm, I'm second generation on from immigrant family, I suppose, because my father was the son of immigrants. Mm-hmm. He's white. I doubt very much if my father went to a charity event at Buckingham Palace, yeah. which is not something he would ever do, um, uh, the, that she would ask him where he was from and refuse to accept London, for instance, as the answer. Yeah. And that's the key thing, isn't it? And I actually had a conversation. Um, I mean, this is years ago. And again, I, I, it, the response, boyfriend of mine who was black and he was staying at our house. I was in my early 20s. And an elderly relative, again, elderly, again, and this was 30 years ago, said, where are you from? To which he replied, Derbyshire. And she said, no, where are you from? What do you know? Where are you really from? And he said, Derbyshire. And she said, no, but where is your family from? And he said, 
Derbyshire. Yeah. And she absolutely wouldn't accept it. She wanted to know, was it Caribbean, which part of Africa? Yeah. He was he was born and bred in Derbyshire and his parents lived in Derbyshire, as far as he was concerned. And he was British, Derbyshire, you know. And, and, and again, these are questions that are not asked of people who are white. No. And it's just continu- it's the continuation of it. It's, it's, it's understandable, I suppose, in some aspects to ask someone, where are you from? Like when they arrived it's a at the polite palace, question. Oh, right. as a conversation starter. Exactly, but it's the fact that she continued, and she obviously was trying to dig down into this idea. She obviously couldn't. The idea this woman was British and from Hackney, she just could not accept that. And clearly, you're not. The, pro- the, well, the, 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 the internet. This is it. And I look. I don't look for. I think people. I think the, the racism word is thrown around far too much at people for saying things like, "I don't think we should have uncontrolled mass immigration." I'm a racist for saying that, apparently, uh, for not thinking that this country is racist. I don't think this country is racist. I think the evidence, the statistics, are very, very clear. This is actually one of the most welcoming, open mm. uh, societies. Of course, there are racists. Of course, there are, and there are in every race, and there are in every society. But I think largely, it's not perfect. We've got a way to go. This is a a better place to be than for most people than, than most other countries. And we're, and we're, and we're travelling in the right direction on all these issues. And we certainly know younger generations compared to older generations have completely different, uh, more, more progressive attitudes on these issues. Um, I think the race baiters who are trying to turn everything into race are creating more of a problem uh, than anything else. But, but the key thing here is that someone who does not accept that someone who is not white-skinned is fully British. It's so, you're, not, you're not really British. Yeah. If you haven't got white skin, I don't know how that could be anything but racist. Yeah, it's awful. And and, and the fact is that, we, like you said, we, we talk about being a tolerant society, and, and but it's these. I don't sorts like of the co- word tolerant. Tolerant implies we're putting up with it. Oh, uh, sure, sure. But we, we say that, that we're um, opening, welcome, welcome. Exactly, and and accepting. It's, it's these kind of these kind of attitudes, and I think it's that that people when they experience this, they obviously they then think that other people think that, and that everyone thinks are they, that. Yeah, are they thinking that and not saying it? Right, and, and and the fact is that that makes people feel they don't belong here, and they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they aren't really. This, British, this uh, some people are saying, well, this lady's got a form that goes. Filani, uh, and, and she's chief executive of this charity that she had she had backed on social media. She had backed um, Megan when she made claims about sort of institutional racism in the royal family. I mean, she's perfectly entitled to do that. Well, she's also looking slightly vindicated now, given that given yeah. um, Hussey's role previously with uh, was was she was there to look after uh, Megan when she first arrived in the palace. So she's looking rather vindicated. And on by both all accounts, there. Diana, she looked like she was the one who sort of would teach you know, the, the new royal wives yeah. how to behave in the household. By all, by all means, Diana didn't get on with her, didn't like her. She's actually featured in the latest series of The Crown right. as well. Well, in her role, particularly as a lady in waiting, but also uh, as the wife of Marjorie Hussey, who is chair of the BBC. Of course, she's also the sister of a former Tory cabinet minister, William of, Walgrave. I mean, if you want to know how interconnected, I mean, these all the, the establishment is, there's, there's your giveaway, everybody. Do you think that um, the family, the, 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 the royal family were correct, and Prince William in particular, he condemned unacceptable comments by his godmother. I mean, she's his godmother, for goodness sake. Yeah. Um, uh, to basically remove her from public duty. She's not paid. These people are so rich, they need to be paid to do their work. Um, and basically just instantly separate. I mean, the timing of this at the beginning of a royal visit, especially to America, when we all this, where yeah. Meghan and Harry are living and these claims of racism about the royal family, it couldn't have come as a worse time for them. No. I'm, I'm sorry, I've, I've got more sympathy for Negosi Fulani than I do have for William and Kate at this point, but it's pretty, he got the call on the plane telling him what happened. You can imagine the sort of the head in the hands moment. Yeah. But did they do the right thing? I think so. And I think the fact that they came down so quickly, this wasn't like, oh, we're going to look into it. Well, blah, 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 blah. It was like, this is a pretty basic simple, case. Did you say it? Yeah. Well, then. Exactly. And, and No one's was, querying that she said these and comments. And the thing is, for, for Prince William, is that he said, 
uh, we are very much not a racist family after the Megan mm. um, comments. And this obviously has just completely blown all well, that Well, she's not up. a member of the family, to be fair. No, but she's, well, she clearly is in that sense Fixed that she's eight. part of the household. Yeah. You know? so, so I do think that it's that it's obviously very di- tricky for him, obviously, and they're trying to yeah. move past that. And this is kind of shows actually that perhaps some of those things that <clears throat> they thought were not there were, yeah. were st- are still lurking around. I'm, I'm going to suggest, household. though, that there are an awful lot of people in their, in that, in that age group who, who would, not have any issue with asking those questions and would have those views. I do, I do, I'm not excusing what she said, mm. but I do think that people of my generation and people of like, say, you know, 20s, we have, you know, we've just been raised differently from sure. people who, that that social class and that age group in that world, she wouldn't even have questioned that that was a... But I don't think, but I don't think you, she... Still unacceptable. Only, you can't have lived in a vacuum you, for the past no. 30 years. Attitudes have massively changed. I, don't, yeah. I think you have to be, it has to be, it'd be bonkers to suggest that just because she's 83, she isn't aware of everything that's been going on. Very fair point. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit UH1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.